One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you folks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Poor President Biden. Wait until you hear his latest gaffe. President Trump, the former president, as you know, his team is appealing that $83 million verdict. Turns out the presiding judge in the E. Jean Carroll's defamation case against the former president may not have revealed an alleged conflict of interest. We'll get to that. Three mothers whose children were killed by guns in New York City are begging the New York City Council, not to override Mayor Adams' veto of that cop reporting bill. And thank God for police body cameras. Folks, it cuts both ways. Recording the actions of citizens, if you will, but police body cameras also clear police officers. Newly elected councilman Youssef Salam, after, let's say, <clears throat> embellishing, that, that's the word we'll go with, embellishing his stop with an NYPD officer, owes the NYPD an apology this morning. Republican council members are asking him to resign his public safety committee chairmanship. The stop of the councilman for tinted windows and a vehicle with Georgia plates. And I want you to listen to this. I want you folks to hear this. The actual police body cam video, the audio, right? So here's my premise. It is one of the most respectful police stops I have ever witnessed in my life. But to listen to the account that was coming from the councilman's team, oh, you know, it, it was profiling a, a black man driving a car, and why is the councilman being stopped? And I was never informed of why I was pulled over. I want you folks to listen to what actually went down. You roll your back window, please. I'm Officer Protector from the 26 Precinct. I'm just Council saying, Member Salam. Oh, um, Council Member? This district, district 9. Oh, okay. Uh, Have a good one. Okay? Yeah. You're, you're working, right? Uh, yeah. I'm talking about the All right. Take care, sir. Thank God for that body cam video. Race relations are so sensitive in any city, in particular New York. Police community relations are so sensitive. The story that came from the councilman's team is that he was harassed. Here it is. You have this former member of the Central Park Five who goes on, you know, cleared and and um, is elected to the city council, the new chair of the Public Safety Committee. And the police just happened to stop this black man. Why? Why am I being stopped? Biased by the NYPD. That's the allegation. That's the allegation, but the reality is something that was completely different. And Councilman Salam, you owe the NYPD an apology. Number one, I don't believe the stopping officer is white. He sounds like a minority, like a uh, a, a, perhaps a Latino American. Number two, you hear him clearly say hello identify himself. Can you please roll down your back window? Uh, The councilman says, I'm a councilman. Okay. Have a good night, sir. Are you working? Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you, sir. The entire stop was 24 seconds. I want you to listen to it again. Can you roll your back window, please? 
Yeah, I'm Officer Pateki from the 26 Precinct. I'm Obviously. Council Member Salam. Oh, um, Council Member? This district, district now. Oh, okay. Uh, Have a good one. Okay? Yeah. You're, you're working, right? Yeah. All right. Take care, sir. Councilman, do the right thing and issue an apology. Bottom line. Trump's team appealing that $83 million verdict. We will immediately appeal. We will set aside that ridiculous jury. We are in the state of New York. We are in a New York jury, and that is why we are seeing these witch hunts, these hoaxes, as he calls them. And this is another one of them. Be brought in New York, in states where they know they will get juries like this. It will not deter us. Now, here's the new elephant in the room. Team Trump alleging that the judge did not provide all the relevant facts related to his alleged conflict of interest that he had with the advice uh, columnist lead counsel. So we know that the jury awarded $83.3 million in damages from Trump last week, but now it turns out that federal judge Lewis Kaplan was once a mentor to Carol's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, when they both worked together in the early 1990s at a law firm. Team Trump stating, if your honor truly worked with Ms. Kaplan in any capacity, especially if there was a mentor-mentee relationship, that fact should have been disclosed before any case involving these parties was permitted to proceed forward. Adding, the issue is particularly concerning since plaintiff's other lead counsel, Sean Crowley, served as your honor's law clerk. And we were previously advised that your honor co-officiated her wedding. You cannot make this stuff up. You cannot make this up. But here, here is uh, here is what I am starting with this morning. What a doozy! What a doozy of a mistake, a gaffe from President Biden in South Carolina over the weekend. He refers to someone else. Bears repeating. He refers to someone else, Mr. Trump, as the quote. Sitting president. Folks, we only have one sitting president at a time. Mr. Biden, you are the sitting president. Did you see what he recently said about that he wants to see the economy crash this year? A sitting president. As we say in my face, bless me, Father, for, I mean. A sitting president. Sitting president, the sitting president, the pot calling the kettle black. Because normally, folks, I um, give Mr. Biden a pass on his gaffes, normally. But it bears repeating, the pot calling the kettle black. I'm focusing on this this morning, focusing on this this morning, because President Biden is making fun of, guess what, the gaffes made by former President Donald Trump. By the way, have you noticed? He's a little confused these days. He apparently can't tell the difference between Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi. All right. One more time, Mr. President. One more time, because the pot calling the kettle black. You are accusing someone else of making a gaffe when, with all due respect, Mr. President, you are Mr. Gaff. By the way, have you noticed? He's a little confused these days. <laughs> he apparently can't tell the difference between Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi. Wow. Wow. Maybe I should say no. President Biden calling someone else confused. Biden calling someone else confused. As my grandmother that raised me would say, Lord. Biden's gaffe, I want you to hear it in full context. This time, he doesn't refer to Biden 
as the sitting president. I want you folks to listen to this. Did you see what he recently said about that wants the, the, he wants to see the economy crash this year? A sitting president. As you say in my face, bless me, Father, for, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> when there's a crash, when he said when there's a crash, I hope in the next 12 months, he went on to say, it's unbelievable. It's un-American. How can anyone, especially a former president, wish for an economic crash that would devastate millions of Americans? Well, let me tell you what he really means. Donald Trump knows this economy is good and strong and getting stronger. He knows that while it's good for America, it's bad for him politically. Now you got it, Mr. President, when you refer to Trump as the former president, the former president, not the sitting president, Mr. President. That's you. The sitting president is you. Biden, again, in South Carolina, went on the attack, referring to Trump as a, quote, loser. Donald Trump, when he was commander in chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us best like that? Look, I call them patriots and heroes. The only loser I see is Donald Trump. Only loser I see is Donald Trump. By the way, when Biden in South Carolina over the weekend referred to Trump as the sitting president, I don't mean to laugh, folks, I'm sorry. He was on full teleprompter on each side, on teleprompter. If there ever was a president that should not go off prompter, it is this one. But let the games begin. Biden is on the attack. Trump also said the one president he doesn't want to be is Herbert Hoover. Well, Donald, it's too late. There are only two presidents in American history who left office with fewer jobs than they took office. Herbert Hoover and, yes, Donald Herbert Hoover Trump. All right, folks, let's open up the phone lines and we'll break down some of the other stories. I'm looking at great interest in terms of uh, a story also appearing, uh, if you will, uh, in the Wall Street Journal, right? Uh, The headline, uh, General Motors went all in on EVs. Dealers say buyers want hybrids, right? And uh, the first two paragraphs, this this is interesting. Some influential dealers are pressing General Motors to introduce hybrid models, worried that they risk losing customers who aren't ready to make the switch to fully electric cars. Chicago, I'll come back to that. Chicago, remember what I said, dealers who serve on advisory committees to the automaker have urged executives in several recent meetings to add hybrids to GM's lineup, according to people involved in the discussions. GM has focused on fully electric cars in recent years and largely bypassed hybrids, which pair an internal, uh, and we have one in my family, uh, a combustible engine with a small battery and an electric motor to boost Fuel efficient efficiency. That's how it was sold to us. Chicago. That's how I respond to this Wall Street Journal report. Chicago. You know what happened in Chicago in the cold weather? All of those Teslas went dead. You couldn't re- recharge them. Oops. There goes the electric vehicles. What good are these uh sixty, seventy, hundred thousand dollar vehicles if you can't get them recharged? In the cold weather, Chicago, that is exactly what happened. Let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin uh, this morning with Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, yeah. Hi, Dominic. You know, as far as this Yusuf Salam goes, you know, he's proving that um, the entire city council, their agenda with this bill that they're about to override uh, his uh, Adam's veto, their their entire agenda is to. Uh, 
is to promote lawlessness because the reason Salam was stopped was because he had very dark tinted windows, which is illegal. So he's criticizing uh, the, the cops for basically enforcing the law. They couldn't see him through the window. He can't, he can't make the allegation that they stopped him because he was black because you can't see through those windows. So basically, by complaining, he's showing he doesn't want the cops to enforce the law. And that's the agenda of uh, Adrian uh, Adams and um, Jumani Williams and the entire city council with this, with this bill. Because what they're trying to do is, and I think you'll understand this, Dominic, um, what they're trying to do is they were trying to force DEI on the on, uh, diversion, equity and inclusion on the police department by bogging them down, by threatening to bog them down in paperwork. Because 97 percent of the stops of all kinds of stops uh, have to do with minority groups. So if you slice off just a bulk of that by by distribution, the minorities get the break uh, statistically, basically. So they want basically to unleash black crime in this city, basically. That's what they want to do by getting the cops to become inert. They're trying to get them to become inert because, after all, it's very tedious for cops to be doing all that stuff. So that's really their agenda, to unleash black crime through forcing them to do uh, to what's in effect DEI. By, um, I, I, hear by just I, I hear you, Larry. You, you're making the point now a second time. I just I just respond that black people are not the only ones that commit crime. But 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 I hear you. Thank you. Thank you for the call. It bears repeating because the insinuation was that. A member of the Central Park Five. Was being harassed by the NYPD, the racist police force of New York City, stopping this innocent black man who's already been a victim and did years in prison and rose above it all, which is a commendable story that he rose above it all. But, Councilman, you owe the city of New York an apology. It wasn't even a white police officer that pulled you over. To Larry's point, you're driving a vehicle with Georgia plates. I believe the law states that you have 30 days, give or take, or 60 to change plates. He's been driving the vehicle for two years. And Mr. Mr. Public Safety Commissioner, uh, Councilman Salam, you 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 got you you're in a vehicle with your family, but tinted windows. An officer pulls you over. Courtesy, professionalism, and respect started under Safer and Giuliani. And this officer is as nice to you as one could be. Do you understand, council member, that you were jeopardizing this officer's career? Because the the heads at the NYPD are going to be like, great. You pulled over one of the Central Park Five, and he's now the public safety commissioner, and he's alleging that he was not treated fairly. But in fact, thank God for the uh, police body cam video, because this is actually what happened. You roll your back window, please. I'm also protected from the 2-6 precinct. I'm Council Member Salam. Oh, um, Council Member? This district, district 9. Oh, okay. Uh, Have a good one. Okay? Yeah. You're, you're working, right? All right. Take care, sir. All right. Take care, sir. Does that sound like a racist encounter to you? All right. Take care, sir. It lasted 24 seconds. 24 seconds. He sent you on your way. Oh, we don't know why I was pulled over. Well, councilman, you're driving a vehicle with Georgia plates and tinted windows. You see, this is what I mean, folks, about making excuses. Always making excuses. You can't get around the fact, to Larry's point, that he, you, you can't claim racism because they couldn't make out the race of the person in the vehicle. Because of the tinted windows. That's why the officer stood to the left behind the uh, the rear window, excuse me, the side rear window, and said, roll down the back window, please. He identified himself. He didn't roll on you in a cowboy style. He identified himself, sir, I'm from the 2-6 precinct. He named himself, and he named himself and went through the whole routine by the book. Listen one more time. 
Can we roll your back window, please? I'm Officer Kentucky from the 26 Precinct. I'm Just Council saying, Member Salam. Oh, um, Council Member? This district, district now. Oh, okay. Uh, Have a good one. Yeah. You're, you're working, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Take care, sir. Oops. The officer is not white. He's Latino. Councilman. You owe the city of New York an apology. You have a very promising career ahead of you, Councilman. But if you don't apologize for this and just a boneheaded move on my part, I made a mistake. This will stay with you forever in terms of the way your team represented. Oh, innocent black man pulled over. Why are they pulling me over? I'm a member of the Central Park Five. They must be following me. That was the that was the insinuation. Alan Yonkers. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic. Yeah, you know, uh, Yusuf Salam, the, uh, you know, I know about him with the Central Park Five back in 89. You know, he's a newly elected councilman, which we all know. And here's a good example. You give a person a little bit of power. Uh, you know, the officer, uh, the patrol person tries to cut him a break, like you emphasized. And he still tries to get the guy jammed up. And it's it's unfortunate that, you know, here you are, you're trying to do the right thing, you know, a city councilman. If I was a patrolman, and as long as a person, uh, you know, the elected official wasn't a DWI or where I'm going to get jammed up or somebody got injured, I'd probably give him a pass, too, because I respect elected officials. But here's, again, the patrolman. He cuts him a break. And he still tries to get the uh, patrol person uh, in a jam. So that just goes to show that uh, that's unfortunate. It it it, it is uh, very unfortunate. And and uh, uh, this is what I want you to imagine, Al. Right. Yes. So the union, as one would expect, is uh, in this officer's corner one thousand percent, as they should be. Here's great, what great, I want yep. you to consider. Right. So one police plaza, the calls start coming in from the media. And and the calls will probably go like this. Uh, I'm just giving you an example. Dominic Carter from the Daily News. Uh, we have an allegation that a member of the Central Park Five, who's now an elected uh, council member, who is the new head of the Public Safety Committee, which will decide your budget, that he was innocently pulled over in a vehicle uh, driving. How could this happen? And, exactly. and, 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 and the uh, public information department the me- that deals with the media, they go to the bosses. And if you're a boss of the NYPD in private, you just grab your head and you go, he, d- about the officer, he did what? He oh, yeah. did what? He pulled, get him in here with his union rep. We're going to look at suspending this guy. He Get me the body cam video. He did what? I need this like I need a hole in the head. You pulled over the black new council (laughs) member who is a member of the Central Park Five on some nonsense, and now I got to answer for this. But it turns out it went exactly against the narrative that, that the council member, the officer is Latino, and he was extremely professional al my friend thank you thank you for the uh call let's go to isaac in brooklyn good morning isaac you're on talk radio 77 wabc good morning dominic how you doing good good Um, first of all before i get to the points on all this craziness i just want everyone to think to that to take a moment and pray for the hostages that are in gaza right now and it's a Agreed. very sad situation. Agreed. 115 days, we shall not forget about it. They're sitting in, in Hamas captivity right now, and it's disgusting. And no one should forget about it. Agreed. Okay, and also, like you were saying before, about all this President Biden, I told you the other week, the other day also, that Biden has no right to make fun of Trump at all. It's it, it's it, it's it's like hilarious just watching him do all this craziness, making fun of Trump. The guy makes a mistake every other day. No, Dominic. Right. I I mean I I I, I hear you. It, it hey, Isaac, do me a favor. Uh, it, it bears it bears repeating. I want you to listen to this, and I want the audience to hear this uh, one more time. 
in terms of, I want you to hear the full context, right? So the full context, this is uh, Biden referring, now he's on teleprompter in South Carolina over the weekend. He's referring to Trump as the sitting president. We only have one sitting president at a time. Did you see what he recently said about he wants to see the economy crash this year? A sitting president. As they say in my faith, bless me, Father, for, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> when there's a crash, when he said when there's a crash, I hope in the next 12 months, he went on to say, it's unbelievable. It's un-American. How can anyone, especially a former president, wish for an economic crash that would devastate millions of Americans? Well, let me tell you what he really means. Donald Trump knows this economy is good and strong and getting stronger. He knows that while it's good for America, it's bad for him politically. The pot calling the kettle black. The pot calling the kettle black. Biden then went on to, and I'm going to come back to you, Isaac, to mock Trump. I mean, the audacity to mock Trump for his gaffes when Mr. Biden is the king. He's Elvis Presley of gaffes. By the way, have you noticed he's a little confused these days? He apparently can't tell the difference between Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi. Well, Isaac, I'll turn it over to you. And also, also, it just it's the liberal way. They play the race card every time. If they don't like things the way they go, they play the race card. The same way all the liberal Jewish people, they have no connection to Judaism at all. They just use the Jewish card so that they can be labeled a minority and be able to get all the benefits of being a minority. It's disgusting because being a Jew, being a Jew is about being a Jew. It's not about playing a race card. That's not what it's about. And that's what they do. It's the liberal way. We play the race card to win. And they try to buy votes the same way they're letting all the illegals into the border and letting all the illegals come in so their kids can be Democrat voters and buy votes. And it's disgusting. And President Biden is doing it on the expense of the American people. And he's a murderer for all the all the drugs and everything that comes through the border, all the killing that's going on. And I'm just letting you know there's a terrorist attack in the coming days because this terrorist Walking in from this border, it's like Trump said, he has no doubt that there's not going to be that there's not going to be a terrorist attack within this year. It has to be the, the terrorists. It's the only opportunity because Trump's coming president soon. And, it, and and if President Biden doesn't step up to the plate, he's letting a terrorist attack happen. Well, Isaac, thank you uh, for the call. Thank you so much. I have got to uh, take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to Audrey in Brooklyn, Frank in Maine, Paul in the Bronx, Stephen in Brooklyn. We will be right back. Everybody. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Donald Trump, when he was commander in chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us just like that? Look, I call them patriots and heroes. The only loser I see is Donald Trump. President Biden from over the weekend, Dominic Carter, that's in uh, South Carolina. Dominic Carter here with you. I'm looking at, we see your calls. I'm about to go to Audrey in Brooklyn, Gracie in Rockland, a number of your calls. Looking at a, a comment on my Instagram, you could reach me on Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. You could reach me on X on Twitter at Dominic TV. Bab, Babs Jagger says, referring to last night's show, the uh, caller Margot uh, that was defending E. Jean Carroll at every turn, 
Uh, Babs Jagger says the caller right now is the capital problem. If I were raped or sexually assaulted, I'd remember something and I'd address it then, not all these years later. And as I've stated previously, there were no dressing rooms. They had small rooms scattered on the floor. Bergdorf is and always was very high end above every other store, including Barney's. And uh, that's from Babs uh, Jagger. And now it turns out Team Trump says, wait a minute, wait a minute. It turns out that the judge, their allegation, uh, had a, a, a mentor relationship with one of the lead counsels for E. Jean Carroll. And I think it's her, I'm looking on MSNBC right now, and boy, you talk about a makeover with makeup and hair and it's hard to, I mean, I guess, I guess that's, she hasn't received the money yet. It's all pending the appeals, but I guess, um, and you know, see, this is what's disgusting on our, with our media. She's on with Rachel Maddow, right? You think Rachel is going to ask her any real questions or do you think she's going to say for the next 20 minutes, you have an open forum to attack Trump. Please, please, please go for it. And E. Jean Carroll is going to oblige and do everything to attack Trump. But here's the problem, Rachel Maddow. Here's the problem. It appears that E. Jean Carroll is a loose wire and she's liable to say anything. That's the problem. Audrey in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I hope you had a great weekend. I'm going to get right into what's troubling me. You said for a stop, but he was not told why. That's number one. You didn't mention that part. And I think he should look forward to being stopped um, uh, just whenever uh, because of what he went through. And also, this is my opinion, also the position that um, he was given in the council. Now, um, I, I, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. One more time, Audrey. I, I didn't. You said he. You said first. You said he wasn't told why he was stopped. Oh, he was I could have sworn. I could have sworn the officer said. But you know what? Wait, Audrey. I want to make oh. sure because I, I could have sworn he. I said uh, tinted windows. But let's listen again. I want to be clear on this. Can you roll your back window, please. I'm Officer Kentucky from the 26 Precinct. I'm Councilmember Salam. Oh, Councilmember? This district, district nine. Oh, okay. Uh, Have a good one. Okay? Yeah. You're, you're working, right? All right. Take care, sir. Now, Audrey, here's a question I have for you. You're right. He did not tell him why he was stopping him. But why would he tell him something when he sees he's a council member and he's dismissing him almost in a sign of respect? He's saying, councilman, have a good night. Turns around and walks back to his car. Youssef told him he was a council member after he um, um, you know, told him he was a detective at 26 Precinct. He didn't know that, but I think they, they already know why the, the, the place, and because um, it's not like he, I don't think he just got the plates from Georgia. Uh, I don't think that's new, but it's not that, it's something that he just didn't happen. But I just hope that fears out. Okay, but Audrey, wait, I'm going to let you make your second point. But, but see, this is what I mean about excuses. I'm going to be honest with you. And the black community, wait a minute. Sometimes okay. we see things very warped. You can't what? drive around warped. You can't drive around with with tinted windows and a, a vehicle with Georgia plates that you've had. Oh, that's against the law for over 60 days. You're supposed to transfer it over. So that means that the councilman is 1,000% in the wrong, Audrey. Okay, I just have a question. Does what means stupid or blind? I don't understand. Because he, to, to say something, that, this is nothing new. There's been tinted windows and license plates. Still, okay, um, so, 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 Audrey, so it, do you I realize what you're saying? What you're saying to me is let us continue with our dysfunction. That's, what, that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying to me. What you're, me what, you're, really. what, you're, what you're saying to me is that that's mm-hmm. not relevant. The fact, the fact that he's got tinted windows and license plates that he's not supposed to have, and he's uh, supposed to be upholding the law as a council member, as the chair of the Public Safety Committee, none of that matters. I didn't say that, Dominic. Please don't, don't say that. Okay, I'm but, 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 okay, but, no, him... but Audrey, but you're making excuses okay. for the councilman. I just councilman. understand why it is a big thing. Whereas... I just told you why it's a big thing. Because he's driving around with tinted windows, and he's driving a vehicle with Georgia plates. Okay, all right, all right. 
I'm not going to argue with you, but hope it turns out for the better. And my other point, I listened to that speech um, that you were saying about uh, Biden. Yes. He was talking about when Trump was president. He didn't say he said it as a, a being a, a sitting president. Listen okay, so, so Audrey, so you don't think he should have said the former president? No, I can't. I'm not a speechwriter. And whatever he said is just the same nonsense that both of them are doing. And I really just hope this election comes out to the point where we get our country back in order. Because all this tit-tatting, to me, is it's, it's just hardening. You know, it's just not what the... What it should be, should be. Okay, I, and and you know the 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 I I feel your pain. But what I'm trying to say to you, Audrey, what I'm trying to get across is that this is what I'm trying to say to my community that I love, that I love, the black community. We have to stop with the nonsense. You can't make up your own rules. I don't care if you're the chair of the public safety committee for the city council. You cannot make up your own rules and then go, oh, they stopped me, allude to it. They stopped me because I'm a member of the Central Park Five. They stopped me because I'm a black man. Well, when your team told the story, you didn't point out that it was a Latino police officer that stopped you. Yeah, I don't know about that yet either, but it's not a color thing. But um, I'm not fighting. I just hope all this pans out. Right. You know, we need we need new leadership everywhere. Council, assemblyman, senate, and particularly the presidency. And that's all I'm shooting what, for. Thank, thank you, know, you for the call. White, black, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for the call, Audrey. Audrey, greatly appreciate you. All, all I'm saying, folks, is that this young man, up until this incident, if he played his cards right, he could be elected mayor of New York City down the road, but not with this type of behavior. You, you, you could, you know, we're one incident away from police community relations in particular in New York city and to things going very, very South. First of all, why did your team have to leak out that you got stopped? Because what you're really saying is how dare you stop me? That's what you're really saying. Well, we didn't stop you because we know you're a member of the central park five. And because you're a black man, we stopped you because we couldn't tell your race because you have tinted windows and Georgia plates. And the moment that the officer realized who you were, have a good night, sir. He went back to his car. Oh, you're working? Yes, I'm working. End, end, of, uh, end of story. Paul in the Bronx, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, good morning, Dominic. I'm a retired white NYPD detective. And Yusuf Salam and the other Central Park Five members were wrongfully exonerated. This is not coming from me. It's coming from a gay, liberal, black, retired detective named Eric Reynolds. See, I, 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 hear, I hear that. I, wait, 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 Paul, 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 please yeah. don't start with the online stuff. Um, it, it, that train has left the station. They, they were exonerated, and that's it, period. They were exonerated. They won a major lawsuit, 40-something million dollars. That, that part of the script is over. You can feel in your heart, and I know many people still feel that somehow involved they, they somehow they were involved with the rape of the jogger. But you know that the DNA was uh, based on the Latino gentleman that fessed up uh, in, 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 in in the crime. The DNA or at the scene, and I believe also on the jogger. Well, they all he he was threatened by them in prison to take the full rap for this because. The uh, statute of limitations had run out, and he was fearing Okay, wait, wait, Paul, 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 Paul. How could those five young men threaten anybody? Come on now. That's ridiculous. Yusef Salam threatening somebody. Yusef Salam threatening somebody. Come on. And and somebody taking it serious. Come on. That's ridiculous, Paul. Please look at... Detective Eric Reynolds interviews online. I, I don't care. I don't care. Well what, I don't care what it. Okay, listen. Of course you don't care okay, about okay, the okay. truth. Okay, so Paul, 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 it's not you that I. Paul, 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 Paul. It's not that I don't care necessarily. It's that a court of law has already decided, and I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Manhattan District no, Attorney, reality, let me finish. Guilty. Let me finish. Manhattan District Attorney uh, uh, Robert Morgenthau called me up in a private call, and he said, Dominic, I'm about to reveal that we're dropping all charges of the Central Park Five. I want to come on TV with you tomorrow night and make the announcement. That's what he did. And then the ball, the ball. They should have been come on. Okay, come on. All right, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to stand here all night and argue with you, right? Listen. It doesn't matter what you feel in your heart. The evidence a, a judge decided 
that the charges should be dismissed. And then the state of New York settled a lawsuit with them. So why are we going to waste time continuing to discuss it? If you feel that they were involved, good for you. But you're telling me to go watch them. I don't care what some detective said, you know, uh, uh, in terms of the, the fact of the matter is a, 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 the district attorney, Mr. Folks, law and order was based on Mr. Morgenthau's life. <laughs> Number one, for Morgenthau to call me up and say, Dominic, I'm about to drop the charges. That should tell you all you need to know right there. And then for him to go ahead and do it. And then the state to settle a lawsuit with them. So why are we going to continue to debate this issue when the DNA evidence does not support them being at the scene of the jogger? What happened to that woman is despicable. And whoever was involved with that, uh, they, they should rot in jail. They should rot in jail. I've got to take a break, but when we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and we're going to go to Tim in Los Angeles, Steve in Brooklyn, Robert in Suffolk, Frank in Maine, and our girl Gracie in Rockland County. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Folks, this is going too far, and it's very disrespectful. A Connecticut school district is facing backlash after deciding to strip veterans and Columbus Days from its official holiday uh, calendar in a controversial move by the school board last week. Students at Stamford Public Schools will no longer get the day off on each of those holidays for the next two school years after the board voted five to three to remove them. This is according to the uh, Stanford uh, advocate, the report and um, Mr. Alfred Fusco, a veteran and founding member of Stanford's charter a chapter of the Italian American service organization, uh, UNICO, told the outlet the move was a gut punch to him. Looking at my Twitter at um, X and Michael Pagan, Michael Pagan says, Hey, Dominic, the real shame is that it's known that Trump did not go to the cemetery, referring to in France, because they could not use the medic motorcade in France due to road restrictions, and they could not use the helicopter due to weather. Don't believe POTUS lies. That's Michael Pagan. Let's go to Tim on the telephone. Tim in Los Angeles. Good morning, Tim. And by the way, folks, I'll be joining Frank Morano at the top of the hour. He's invited me uh, to join him in his show. Uh, Tim in Los Angeles, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Tom. Golden State isn't so golden anymore. We've been invaded. California is gone. Go Buchanan, go. Go Buchanan, go. Right, 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 right. (laughs) I'm so smart. I wish I could could meet you in person and tell you what I really think of you. I really wish that I could. Gracie, I can't say it on the radio. Gracie in Rockland. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning, Dom. Listen, I, 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 two points. Number one, I'd love to know who's pulling Biden's strings, meaning who's creating these policies. Then all, also, people don't realize that this, we, we were all right. It's only been three years Biden's in office, and we have all these problems. The border. He created the border, the border problem by changing Trump's policy. The inflation. One, two, one, two three, he came in, he, he closed the pipeline uh, um, with the gas. That gas runs the world. That's why we have all the problems with inflation. Everything went up. What about our international problems? Safety. It all started with Afghanistan. Then with uh, Ukraine, instead of giving them the equipment right away, no, they give it drips and drabs. And the same thing with uh, um, Israel. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. These people are like brain dead. They just 
listen to to half a story and they don't follow it. And even, you know, I listen every night to Katz and Cosby at 5 o'clock. I wouldn't miss it. But even some of the guests that are Republicans, I want to know why they hate Trump so much that they can't support him or say a good word about him. I know I said a lot, Dominic, but I haven't called in a long time. But I really mean it. I mean, I know, I don't well, know if you listen. Well, Gracie, it's a matter of ego. Uh, a number of these officials, including Republicans, feel that they've been disrespected by Trump. And, you know, I guess it's it's human nature when people feel that they've been disrespected you know, personal animus comes out, and and that's what's happened. Gracie, thank you so much for the call. As always, great to uh, to uh, chat with you, Stephen in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning again, Dominic. It's always a robust conversation with you. And uh, I, you know, I never intend to call, but you, you know, the, the way you talk, you know, you just get my fingers to the digits, and I got to throw in my two cents. Um, as for uh, Mr. Uh, Salam, uh, look, you know, it's obvious. The cops had to pull over anyone with the tinted windows. That's what, that, it, it's a catch-22. You're damned if you do, and you're damned Steven, if you don't. Stephen, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, in my community, I think that most middle-class African-Americans understand that, uh, common sense. But there's a sentiment sentiment of the community in some quarters of why did you pull me over? You don't have a right to pull me over. What are you doing? Why are you violating my civil rights? And then the media reinforces that. And But again, if you talk, I'm going to let you finish. If you talk to most middle-class blacks, I think that, that, that want the police there to protect the community and protect their properties that they work so hard for to buy their homes— you know, you, you just can't walk up. You know, black lives matter. Oh, we want to take your house from you. Are you out of your mind? That's literally I, I, I the think, mentality. But go ahead. No, I, I think you're right. And I've got a feeling about that. I, I bet the majority of uh, blacks want the police there. Of course. I got a really gut feeling that, though, many of them, uh, or not just blacks, many good middle class people of all backgrounds just get so depressed with what's going on. They stay home and just complain an election time where the radicals of all backgrounds come out in droves. That's what I think. And they rally around. And it's just, but I think what Mr. S- he had his mind made up. He didn't want to do the, the, the ride along with the police, which is what a new uh, so-called moderate, open-minded city council person would do to see what's going on. And if he reaches the same conclusions after uh, riding with the police, you know, he could say, well, I rip with them. It sounds like he had his mind made up all of a sudden, and he's only hurting the old, his own community. He said, look at the Rite Aid, Dominic, that, that recently announced they were closing in Harlem. And if the police, you know, I'm very concerned, as I know you and everyone who's staying out there, if the city council tomorrow votes to override uh, this bill and make the cops be uh, paper pushes even more, then you know what? I hate to say it, the city deserves what it's got coming to, and it would serve them right if you had some Fortune 500 companies and the next couple of weeks have big announcements, we're relocating, and of course they're not going to say why. They're not going to spell out why. Of course not. Whether it's, but whether it's Florida or anywhere else, you know, people vote with their feet, Dominic, you know that, and it would serve everyone, and I don't want to see the city hurt, but until people wake up and realize that the policies they support, they're hurting jobs, they're hurting lives, they're hurting the people they claim to represent. That's the only thing they're going to understand. And, 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 and you told the previous caller, you were right when you said legally it was the case uh, in the past with the Central Park Five when they called. Legally, that is the case. With that said, beyond the rape of that night in the Central, beyond, and, and you said uh, Morgenthau said he had to throw everything out. Many people believe beyond the rape, you know, uh, that with the wilding, remember the whole thing with the and other people being robbed and assaulted, they believe, well, th- there weren't, everyone wasn't so innocent. Hey, There's hey, a lot of hey, hey Stephen, 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 right? As a, yeah. um, as a very proud, very proud African-American that loves my community, you, you don't think 
think about this for a second. You don't think I remember the wilding? You don't think I remember the the label that puts on all of us? You don't think I remember that? And I know you know the answer. Of course I remember that. It was an embarrassment for all of us. It was an embarrassment because what it says is that, I'm just going to be honest right now. What it says is black parents, you're not controlling your kids. That's what the wilding said. It said to young kids of color, you're completely out of control and that no one can stop you. And this is why we don't want to live next to you. And, you know, nobody wants to deal with that. Everybody wants to say racism, racism, racism. So I live in Rockland County, right, Stephen, in Pomona, right? right. And um, one neighbor next to me, right next to me, owns a couple of um, uh, nursing homes. The other neighbor across the street owns uh, 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 he owns uh, some car dealerships. The neighbor next to me owns a couple of businesses, right? Do you think mm-hmm. I want somebody? And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm the only I'm the only person of color, right? Do you think I want somebody in my community that don't have the same values that I do? That, absolutely, and 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 that goes. And it has nothing to do with color. It has, to it has do with nothing to do with color. It has nothing to do. Every single house is appraised uh, that I'm mentioning easy at a million four. You think I mm-hmm. want somebody coming into the community talking about Black Lives Matter? We we have an excellent relationship with the police. They, they are, there is no drama. That That's why we, we acknowledge our county executive for saying, hell no, you're not bringing these migrants in here. Right? Yeah, it, and and we support ridiculous. that. The bottom line is De Niro. The, the bottom line is is expectations, and this is what I'm trying to get people. Thank you for the call, Stephen. This is what I'm trying to get people to understand. You can't drive around with tinted windows, an out-of-state plate for the last two years, and then go, how dare you stop me? I am the chair of the Public Safety Committee. I'm the new councilman, and you allude to race, but oops. That bone fell out of your mouth. You forgot the part that the officer that stopped you was Latino, probably from the same community that you're from. But that goes against the narrative of the white cops stepping on our necks again. That goes against the narrative. Linda, Long Island, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning. Quickly, um, we don't have a lot of time. Um, as you know. You, you sound like okay, me, Linda. See, Go ahead. I know. I can't believe it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right. The officer asked him, are you working? He said, yes. Now, I heard it today. You probably didn't hear this. When yeah, I we, heard we, what played happened, it, we played it seven times, Linda, but go ahead. What? No, go no, ahead. that part. But there's another part that nobody brought up. No, we, uh, he we said, played yes, the whole he's thing. Working. We played the whole thing, Linda. Oh, well, it must ahead. be something else because he said yes. He said, are you working? He said okay, yes. Make your point, please, the Linda. We have a minute and a okay. half left. His, his, yeah, I his family was in the car. Yeah, so what's How the point? How could he be working? Well, he How could that he be working? Easily. I've, I'm working all the time when my family's in the car. For Thank you for the call, Linda. For example, uh, I, I've got to approve a podcast. It's normally done on Mondays, Mondays and Tuesdays. So while I'm in the car, often with my family, I'm listening to the podcast. The podcast department is waiting for my approval to post it. It's very easy to work but by the way, I'm going to be joining Frank Morano in just a minute, and Frank joins me right now. What do you have coming up, Frank? Well, I'm going to uh, pick your brain on the body camera issue with respect to police. I thought what you had to say was really interesting, and I'm going to raise a couple of other issues uh, nationally that people may not have heard about. And uh, we're going to talk about the post office. They're raising prices again. Is this again? A, again, uh, 68 cents to mail a letter. Is oh. this a result of mismanagement? What else could they do? We're going to be talking about it with a guy that has studied this backward and forwards, and people are going to be really interested in this, even. If they don't routinely buy stamps. Option A, mismanagement. Frank Morano coming right up after news headlines.